And so John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem went out to him. Confessing their sins, they were baptised by him in the River Jordan. John wore clothing made of camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. And this was his message. After me comes the one more powerful than I the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptise you with water, but he will baptise you with the Holy Spirit. At that time Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptised by John in the Jordan. Just as Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open, and the Spirit descended on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased. So Jesus comes from Nazareth to the River Jordan to be baptised by John the Baptist. As Jesus is lifted up out of the waters of the river, the reading that we've just heard from Mark says that heaven is torn open. The spirit descends on Jesus like a dove and God's voice is heard as he expresses his pleasure and love for his son. It's a passage that I always love to come back to. An incredible Trinitarian moment where we see the father publicly and audibly affirming his son in the power of his spirit who descends on Jesus like a dove. We get to see a glimpse of the relationship between the Trinity, the Father, the Son, Jesus and the Holy Spirit. What an incredible way for Jesus' ministry to begin. If you're able to right now, take a second to think back either to your baptism, if you are baptised and you can remember that, or to another significant moment of receiving from the Lord in your relationship with him. Now, don't get me wrong, those moments for us aren't always exactly the same as it was with Jesus. I don't think I've ever been at a baptism with the audible voice of God. But I really believe that God is gracious enough and good enough to provide us with these special moments of equipping and affirming. When we meet with God, whether it's in our private prayer times, during a church gathering, at a festival, remember those? I really believe that each time we come to him, he wants to equip us and affirm us. And at the beginning of this year, where we're tired before we've even started, I really feel like God wants to equip us with the things we need, not just to survive this moment, but to do what he is truly calling us to do. And he wants to affirm each one of us in who we are in him. So let's start by talking about being equipped. Verse 10 says that just as Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the spirit descending on him like a dove. Let's think back for a moment. If you can, it feels like a lifetime ago, but to the beginning of Advent, uh, 
head to the gathering from the 29th of November, if you missed it. Phil spoke to us from the prophet Isaiah, who cries out to God. He says this, oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down so that the mountains would quake in your presence. And here in this passage, as if to speak directly to Isaiah's longing, we see heaven itself being torn open, showing us that Jesus is the one who has come to fulfill all of that desire we have for the presence of God. But instead of the quaking mountain that Isaiah hopes for, we see the spirit of God gently descending as a dove. You might remember the story of Noah right back in Genesis, when the destruction, the flood has happened and it's beginning to subside. Noah sends out a dove from the boat to see if there is anywhere for it to land. And once it doesn't return back to the boat, Noah knows that the chaos is over. And in this moment of Jesus' baptism, it almost feels as if that same dove is the one descending on Jesus in this moment, showing us that Jesus is the safe, dry land. That as the spirit lands on Jesus, he's showing each of us what it truly means for Jesus to be good news, to be hope, that Jesus is safe space, the end of the chaos. What does all of that have to do with being equipped? Well, just like John the Baptist was proclaiming in our reading, we know that we can be baptised with the Holy Spirit too. And the Holy Spirit does incredible things when he descends on us. We're empowered to hear God and to feel his presence. We start to understand our purpose and our calling in him. And we even begin to change. We start to display the fruits of the spirit that we read about in Galatians 5. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. These are traits we all want to develop in and have more of, aren't they? And the Holy Spirit living in us equips us to miraculously be people who live like that. Not only does the Holy Spirit equip us to grow in who we are, He also propels us into the things that God is calling us into and helps us to discern what those things might be. We end up in wild, unexpected places when we're equipped by the Spirit of God. Straight after Jesus' baptism, straight after this reading, he's whisked away into the wilderness to spend 40 days being tempted by the enemy and attended to by angels. You can never quite predict where the Holy Spirit is going to lead you. If you allow him to descend on you, to change you and to equip you. So when we meet with God, he's going to equip us, but he's also going to affirm us. How do we know that we receive the same affirmation as Jesus did at his baptism? Let me read to us from 2 Corinthians chapter 3. It says this. But whenever anyone turns to the Lord. The veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with ever increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the spirit. I love that passage at the moment. It talks about having veiled faces. We're used to having to cover our faces for protection at the moment, aren't we? 
Moses used to have to cover his face having been in the presence of God because his face would be literally glowing brightly from the glory of God and it was to protect other people. But the passage here, as Paul writes to the Corinthian church, says that now, as we look upon the glory of God in Jesus, we no longer need to have veiled faces, although please keep wearing your face mask when you need to, that's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that we have total freedom in the spirit of the Lord. And as we look fully upon his glory, we are transformed and we are given the right to be called children of God, as it says at the beginning of John. So we can know that when we see the father affirming his son, we are being continually transformed by the spirit into people who God looks at and says, look at my daughter, look at my son, look at my child. I'm so proud of them. I'm so glad to be their father. I love them so much. What a privilege to begin this year remembering that we can come into the presence of God and remember again, that we are people who are equipped by the Holy Spirit to become changed into the image of Christ, that our Father might look at us and affirm us fully in who we are. Now, please don't get me wrong. I'm not saying any of this as a way of plastering over the reality of the way we might be feeling about our current situation. You might be fine. Or you might be one of the many of us who have struggled with ill mental health recently. And this whole thing is not a way of saying, no need to be anxious or depressed. You're a child of God. What have you got to worry about? No, I just want to affirm you. Well, actually, much more valuably, the the father wants to affirm you in who you are in him today. He isn't waiting until you're coping better or have more faith or any of the things that we might be tempted to think. Today, now, the Father affirms you that you are his child who he loves. Whether you're bumbling along okay, whether you're thriving, or whether you're in the pit, the Spirit of God is ready to equip you each day, changing you more and more into the likeness of the Son. And the Father affirms you in who you are in him today. Amen.